0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here today to discuss with you Episode 9 of Daredevil from Netflix. This episode was pretty badass. Um, It seems like Nobu... uh, You know, we discussed... I don't know if we've really discussed it on the show, but it definitely seems like Nobu uh, is somehow almost predominantly related to... The mystical arts, yeah. Because um, that, that that one character um, came to Fisk and asked, like, what is he producing? Like, he's not a, even a part of this, really. He's just why is he getting a cut? And he said he's a necessary evil. And at the time, I just thought that it was like he was well connected to like the some mafia or something. But now it's seeming more and more like he's well connected to the spiritual side of things. And he uh, is, yeah, he is.
1: Well, he was. Well, he's very much more connected now. Because <laughs> I mean, he got struck down, so now he's more powerful than we've ever known possible.
0: Are you using comics books knowledge to tell us this? Uh, no, I was quoting Star Wars. I knew you were quoting Star Wars, but I didn't know if you were uh, using comics knowledge for Nobu. Well, I think that uh, I, I, yeah, that 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 all seems very like it, like it's tying into the mystical realm. Um, yeah. So so that's that's all cool and uh, Nobu is um you it's so funny like when he showed up uh, me and you were watching it together and we both went Nobu because he has just very distinctive eyes he's got those
1: very intense eyes oh yeah
0: he looks like, like one of those uh, <laughs> he looks at you and you just know he looks like one of those dogs that have their eyes like half out of their head he looks like a pug yeah maybe that's it. <laughs> no, Because <He does>. his <laughs> eyes are like. Boom.
1: He's just got very distinctive facial features. Is all. Oh man, his eyes are all buggy. <laughs> Maybe it's because he was wearing a mask and like you couldn't see anything but his eyes. And... No, no, no.
0: That's why I recognized him. I was like, oh, does, there's them buggy eyes. <laughs> that's totally it. That's what. That's what happened. Oh man. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> well, um, so I, you know, last episode I theorized that we were going to get that stick episode and then that was going to be the last we would see of the mystical side of things. I still kind of hold to that that we're not going to see it as a main point, but it's obvious that now that they've broken that seal, they're going to start, you know, it's just gonna
1: start dripping.
0: Yeah, it's gonna start dripping into the show. I'm okay with that because that
1: that kind of opens the door for um, for Iron Fist since he's very on the mystical side as well.
0: See, I didn't even know, I didn't know that he is. Ah, cool. So he's more of a mystical hero. Yeah, martial arts and mystical. Cool, cool, cool. I uh, I like um I like you I like you like mystical things. I I just like that we're gonna get a taste of that on the Netflix shows. It seems like. Marvel's doing an interesting thing, which is we kind of talked a long time how like the shows are subservient to the movies. But instead of like introducing things in the movies, and then making shows about them, they're starting to introduce things on the TV shows, a la Inhumans and these the mystical the entire mystical universe of Marvel, and they're introducing them on these television series. And then they're we we know eventually they're coming to movie form. You know. Yeah. That's really, I don't know, it's just a different way of going about it. You want to talk about
1: Mystical, let's talk about Doctor Strange.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. We, well, we all know Doctor Strange is a Mystical. That's a huge thing. For sure. And, and it looks like, I looked at the uh, dates uh, as best they'd been laid out on somebody, somebody had put out a poster, and it looks like Defenders is expected around the time of, of um, Doctor Strange. Ooh. Which I think is Perfect because i feel like you know just like uh just like agents of shield is greatly affected by things that happen in an avengers movie if def- if these defenders and hell's kitchen heroes are facing a lot of mystical threats it seems like um doctor strange would greatly affect them you know yeah so yeah. that's really cool really really cool um so what, what we we talked a lot about Nobu. There's other things in this episode. There's a really great conversation that uh Matt has with the priest.
1: Oh yeah, Father Lantham.
0: Oh man. That uh he yeah, that that story he tells is so so uh shocking and gross. <laughs> yeah, and I really really felt uh felt impacted by that. I like that he's
1: he's a real because so often in in, um, in movies when people go to priests you you'll see like the priest just being very 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 pious almost to a fault like you, oh, for sure for you, you know sure. that like nobody exists like that maybe some zealots do but that's not how real people talk like sure I've, I've spoken to priests they don't talk like that but then this guy was just really real with you yeah or with Matt, rather. He was really, he was upfront with Matt, like, I used to be more studious than pious. I used to think that the devil was just a non-issue.
0: Just an adversary to overcome. Yeah. It was was a name for many adversaries. I really loved that whole conversation, especially as, like, someone who grew up studying the Bible a lot, and, like, I I really got a chance to, I don't know, it, it just felt like a very real conversation, like you said, a real conversation that a priest would have. With a follower, you know it. It, just, it was great, and I, I really do think they're doing a really good job of representing his Catholicism. Yeah, I'm not Catholic, but I have friends that were, and he's just doing a good job of representing Christian people on this show so far. They're not. They're not making like you said. They're not looking overly pious or made fun of at all. They're they're doing a good job of making them real, and um, I, I dig it. I dig it.
1: Pretty much everything about this show has just been like this is this is life.
0: Did they just like walk around filming people? Yeah, I don't know about that, but uh it's definitely it's definitely getting there. It's definitely I mean except for the part where he's
1: like a blind guy is kicking the crap out of people.
0: Yeah, that's a little little unreasonable, but you know, that's that's the fun of the show. Could could be a thing. You don't know how the blind samurai works. I really loved uh was it this episode where Karen threw the paper in front of him and he's like you know I can't see that. Yeah. No. And Foggy said that. Oh yeah, Foggy was like, "You know he can't see that, right?" Yeah, <laughs> so good.
1: She walks up with the paper and says, "Look, he's standing on the steps of City Hall like he owns it already, or like he's already won, standing there with his cronies."
0: Yeah, it's really, and Master's like do 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 do. It's crazy that they're getting a lot of their information just from him stepping into the light, which I guess is the point. He's been too afraid to step into the light because of. His fears of I guess repercussions but now he's stepping into the light which is kind of causing some people to be able to see him uh, even if it's just these people but it's also causing the opposite that like it's causing the public to love him which is pretty nuts well they don't know how bad a man he is they don't know what he did with someone's head oh gosh (laughs) someone's head or his father's head that too
1: oh yeah Whew. He just—he doesn't like
0: male heads. Pfft. He doesn't like male heads. That's true. He shaves his. Is. That's true. Maybe it's the hair. Maybe it's like you have hair. <laughs> He's very upset about it.
1: Well, the first time he took out a head, he had hair.
0: Yeah, the other guy had hair, little wispies on the side, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, we get our first being his dad. Yeah. <laughs> we get our first interaction, uh like in person interaction between uh the Kingpin and Daredevil. Yeah. Technically between Wilson Fisk and Matt Murdock, but you know, whatever. Yeah, Who's counting? Yeah. Um <laughs> That was uh that was pretty intense. I loved seeing him like grabbing his you know, making a balling his fist and just ready to mm, wanted to take him out so bad. And I believe that he could have, <laughs> but he would have been giving himself up too, <laughs> yeah, and he and he, he turned, and Fisk goes into politician mode and basically tries to convince Murdoch to support his campaign, <laughs> well yeah she, he's like, sorry for the hard sell, I just love this city <laughs> oh man, I uh, just uh, and it's true, I love the way that, the, how. Kingpin isn't lying about that at all. He's he's really, he's not like, it's a he different, it's a different character. I've seen the fake politician who, you know, shows us what he, what we need to see to like him plenty of times, but I'm not sure I've ever truly believed they cared more about the city than, than themselves. And I believe that with him. I believe he like actually wants to make a difference with the city.
1: I'm telling you, man, it's the Kingpin show. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs>
1: And one of our listeners actually gave some feedback. Uh, Callum Parr said, "Rewatching episode four, and I'm completely down with renaming the whole thing to the Kingpin Show."
0: (laughs) That's funny. That's it's just true. It's just true. It's really, really well. uh, I I hope it doesn't get to that point where it's like with, like with Loki, where I feel like I enjoy the on-screen time of Loki more than I enjoy the on-screen time of Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know. But but I I still it's not there yet. I still really enjoy Matt Murdock as well. So yeah, gotta have both. You can't have us liking one and not the other. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're trying though. They're trying really hard.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this episode with uh, it looks like Kingpin was the was responsible for Mrs. Carnada's death which I think that yeah. was pretty much an unforgivable moment. There's been a lot of unforgivable things he's done, but the, they've never shown us really him doing them. So it, we, we didn't see him give the order <sighs> for Carnedis' death.
1: Yeah, but we know he was responsible yeah, for it. Yeah,
0: it's, it's kind of hard. They're, they're very intentionally... You know, most shows, they want you well, to he... hate the bad guy and love the good guy, so they've very deliberately show, not shown us the Kingpin doing anything truly evil.
1: But he was gloating about it. At the end, was he? Yeah, when he was saying that uh, Matt Murdock, or sorry, that Daredevil has shown a weak, an emotional weakness for um, women and children, he just assumed that that would extend also to the elderly.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh man, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty dark. There, I feel like there. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I, I'd forgotten about that line, but yeah, that was pretty dark. And I was actually surprised to to hear him say that because it was like. Almost out of character because so far he had we haven't seen him say things like that. It's uh, like he just sinks to a dark place. Sometimes, I think he's always in that dark place. I don't think he sinks anywhere. You think he just kind of lifts himself up out of it sometimes? No, I don't think he lifts himself up, up ever. I think he just he puts <laughs> he doesn't show certain things to certain people. But I think that he's always in that horribly dark, horrible darkness. Hmm. So, uh, is there anything else in this episode you want to talk about before we get into feedback? We promised we'd get to feedback today, and so we're gonna. Well,
1: um, the big thing happened where Foggy kind of...
0: Oh, crap. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that, did we?
1: <laughs> Foggy kind of finds out who Daredevil is. Yes.
0: That's crazy. Right? Yeah, I'm really, really, really surprised yeah. uh, that 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 he found out. I, I did not expect that a bit. I'm really surprised at how much they sold that,
1: because the um, the actor who, who plays Foggy Nelson is just he's so good, and whenever he was he was saying like whenever he was calling the police or whatever, calling nine one one, and then like lifts the mask up and is just like Matt. Like, that sold it. I was like, oh my god, he actually doesn't know who he is. Oh my god, he's never read the script.
0: <laughs> this is
1: just life.
0: Yeah, he he he, he definitely uh, showed himself um, surprised for sure. I, I, I guess, like, I don't know from comics if, like, he knows about uh, Daredevil from an early time or not. Uh, but it seemed, I mean, it just seemed super shocking to me.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where you know um, the significant other or the best friend or whatever they always find out
0: eventually. But sometimes shows let it go on for years first. Yeah, I'm I'm excited that uh that 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 didn't happen. (laughs) I I I wanted I want him to know. (laughs) It was was, it was time. It was time for him to know.
1: Yeah, I was kind of disappointed this episode with um with Daredevil trying I mean I, I don't I don't want to say disappointed I just I'm disappointed in Daredevil's decision I guess when he was he had just gotten out of the fight with Nobu he was cut to hell and back like his stomach was opening up mm-hmm. and he tries to fight Fisk and Fisk just beats the crap out of him like throws him into a table and I was disappointed that Daredevil decided to do that right then. Like, man, you should know better that you cannot take him right now.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he has a filter that tells him when he can and can't do something. (laughs) I truly don't. I think he is always ready to go. Just always ready. I mean, maybe
1: he thought that it was going to end up like the hallway fight in the end of episode two. But it didn't. It didn't at all. He ran away and fell into a river. Yep. Bleeding profusely.
0: He makes it home, though. He makes it home. So I was actually surprised he didn't go straight to uh, uh, Claire's house. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was probably a better call. I don't know. He might not have. He he needed some patching up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He might not have. He might have thought she was at work. His no, his phone wouldn't work, because he was in the river. Yeah, his mm. burner phone would have been dead.
0: Yeah, yep, ah. yeah, that's true. Hmm. So, God. uh, how do you think that Foggy's going to react? Like, what's what's his reaction going to be?
1: Well, his first reaction is going to be like, "Oh my God, my friend needs to go to the hospital."
0: Yeah. I, well, I think that's true, but. There's also going to be, I don't know, oh my god, my friend's been lying to me. Every moment of our lives has been a deceit. <laughs> I hope, it, I, I, knowing Foggy, I'm, he's been pretty friendly so far. I'm hoping that that's not what they focus on. I hope he immediately realizes, you know. Uh, I think I think more than anything, he's going to be concerned with Matt's safety. Like, what are, yeah. why are you doing this, buddy? Yeah, I, I think that's true, but I really hope there's a little bit of, like... What can you do? That's badass. <laughs> like I want to, I want to have like a foggy realizing how badass his friend is moment. Like that's that's what I would like to see. But also, <laughs> the, there's it's definitely it may not be the time or place right now. But since he's bleeding out, those 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 cuts <laughs> yeah. that Nobu left in him, oh man, are some of the worst I've ever seen. The way he's just flayed open. Oh gosh. Yep. Saying the word flayed makes me uh. Feel Makes gross a little bit. <laughs> yeah, feel gross. All right. Well, I I feel like we need to get into feedback because where this one's already going to be a long one for a Daredevil cast. Yeah. Um. So let's. We uh, talked
1: about uh, we talked about uh, episode four already, right? So yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Let's we look. can mention how uh, Mr. Matthew Ryan Cronin said to us, Daredevil episode four. Holy crap, badass. Uh,
0: we agree. We agree
1: <laughs> entirely. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh we got we got another one here from Robert T. Frost on the Facebook. I just listened to your review of Daredevil episode five. I have to agree with your girlfriend about Fisk. <laughs> I don't think he was showing mercy to Miss Page. It was simply the most financially expedient way to handle the problem she posed. Wilson Fisk is involved in all these criminal enterprises, first as a co- coordinator and now directly taking over the Russians' human trafficking enterprise. Also, side thought, it looked like the women that were abducted in the first episode were Asian. Perhaps these were new workers for Madame Gao's heroin manufacturing, and will have their eyesight removed. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely think you're right. I think, like, Fisk has his hands in all the pies. And that's not even a fat joke. Um, <laughs> Fisk has his hands in all these operations. And it's just that they did a really good job, and I think it was a wise thing to do, to not really show us any of that at first. And they've, they've let him be a kind of standoffish from the actual criminal enterprising. Yeah. And so I, I just it allowed us to like him in a way that I think that, uh, not necessarily like him even, just understand him. In a way that if we'd seen him doing some of these things that he's doing now in the first episode, we would have just thought he was just a villain, you know. But he's much more complex than just a simple villain you normally see.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad that he didn't go with the – or they didn't make him go with the vindictive route against Miss Page. Like, ah, she messed with me. I have to kill her. It was just kind of like, ah, well, everything she was going to say has already been shown, so whatever. It is. It's not a big deal
0: it shows that he only kills when, when he when he needs to when he needs to like there is a certain amount of mercy in that um oh, well maybe not mercy there's just a certain amount of practicality in that
1: yeah yeah strategy
0: yeah so that's true and as for the asian women being i didn't notice they were all asian um i don't know if they're going to the heroin uh, manufacturing cuz they were getting in the container ship so i was assuming they're traveling overseas and also, uh, wasn't the black sky? Wasn't he getting out of a container ship? He was. So I think I think that they are sending people across the oceans. But but you know who knows? Who knows?
1: Well, we probably we almost had a movie crossover because um, you know one of those girls in the in the container could have been uh, Liam Neeson's daughter. And that would have just been crazy.
0: Yeah, man. We could have had a little taken slash <laughs> take some taken slash daredevil time. You're taken. <laughs> taken take, devil. Take devil? Take yeah. taken devil. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, all that. Right. Um Alright Um Nathaniel Muzzy uh, posted that Daredevil's connection to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. confirmed. And he posted this article about, um, I think it was Feige or Jeff Loeb, maybe? Whoever's in charge of the, these shows here. Jeff Loeb. <laughs> Jeff Loeb, yeah. Mentioning that uh, uh, his... Basically, they confirmed who the Crusher Creel in episode uh, three or four was. Two or three, actually. Um and they said that it actually was the same Creel that we saw in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not a father. Yeah. Which I was surprised by. I thought, I thought for sure it was a father. But they said apparently there's a key line in there that uh, he is fighting a much younger man.
1: Yeah, and he's holding his own and doing well against a much younger fighter, which is what I supposed that it was going to be. Nice. So I feel like I need to pat myself on the back, and I would if I could reach it right now, but...
0: I'm a little sore. A little sore over there? <laughs> well, but It's good, man. It's good, man. Getting the workouts in. I'm real sore, too. We're both, both working out. I like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Lifted a bunch of heavy things today. <laughs> yeah.
0: I worked out hard yesterday. I worked out my mind today. I played an escape game. Oh, man. It was so much fun. It was the <laughs> best. I'm really addicted to escape games. It's my new thing. Um, all you right. get addicted easily. I do. I have a very addictive personality. Um, I got to be careful with that. By the way, let me ta- uh, pause for a second and take a swig of this beer. <laughs> <laughs> if only I were joking. Callum uh, uh, yeah. Parr again said, The opening titles are awesome, but at least the movie makes me feel something for the father-son relationship. Hmm.
1: We cannot go a single podcast episode of this show, of this mini season about Daredevil without talking about the movie.
0: No, we almost did it and Callum ruined it. Callum, come on, buddy.
1: <laughs> you know better.
0: <laughs> no. We talked about this. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Um that's interesting. So, I don't exactly understand what you're saying here, Callum. Are you saying that the movie did uh a better better job of establishing the relationship between father and son? I think that was what he was getting at.
1: Oh, no, he was talking about episode one. Cause in that sequence before the opening credits is what I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Um, that was, I think he also posted that before anybody really got a chance to get deep into the series, unless you don't have a job or a life, um, deep into the series to get to the point to where we saw, um, Jack Murdoch doing his best to be a father to a blind kid.
0: Hmm yeah i didn't uh uh the, 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 what he said though was uh the opening titles are awesome but at least the movie made me uh show feelings for a father and a son a father or have feelings about the father and son relationship so I, yeah um uh, i'm a little confused by that well we just gotta
1: we had to look at the time frame okay well
0: uh i'm, I'm sure c- he'll clarify please clarify cal- Kyle. please <laughs> clarify uh I think I think he's saying he liked the relationship of the father and son in the movie but I do not remember the relationship of the father and son in the movie um at all <laughs> so I am sorry I am I haven't seen that in years uh, okay
1: uh try to forget that
0: movie <laughs> Matthew Ryan Cronin posted Weird listening to the podcast and being so far ahead can tell things that answer some questions. Some <laughs> can tell little things that answer some of the questions brought up. I.e., why didn't they do this way? Questions. I can see why they didn't. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, some of the things that we're bringing up that, hey, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Are apparently very clear later. But it's it's fun because I think like listening back. To us in a for certain frame of mind is easier because it's not like we aren't watching ahead we're watching we're watching an episode and casting about that episode, so um, we are still man, still what we have five episodes left. We have four episodes left. Oh is this, this is nine
1: Yeah, 10 11, oh. 12 thirteen is what we have left. damn I'm
0: so excited. <laughs> ah let's do them all tonight. No, I have to go to bed. Come on man, go to work, have some commitment. I do. <laughs> I'm committed to the
1: thing that's making me money right We're now. We're doing
0: a show every day. What more <laughs> do you want? <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin Waters, at MCU cast, and this is from Twitter, obviously, at MCU cast, I'm 11 episodes into hashtag Daredevil. Yep. Twitter. And I genuinely <laughs> think it's the best thing the MCU has created. That includes films. Um, hmm.
1: We'll let you know how we feel after two episodes.
0: Yeah, we're not there yet. We're we're a little bit behind you. Um, I think it's damn close. It's damn close. I have been saying it for a while that I mean, everyone's saying it's the golden age of television. But I love you know you know how I love me some deep continuity. It's a thing yeah. I love. Um, it's just you have the weight of these characters that have been built over time and then you can have scenes that have so much more emotional impact and so i think that t- it, it i think it's even it, i think tv is better than movies just like just directly one to one relationship it's just easier to, if if you can keep the quality high like this is doing um the problem is so often movie in back in the day movies were higher quality and tv was like second rate um, yeah, it's just not the case anymore. So certain shows, i.e., Breaking Bad or The Wire or Walking Dead, some people say, some people don't. Our um, <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones, whatever, are just they 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 have the cinema cinematic scope of of an, of what movies used to have, but then they can still have the built up pressure of a character you know that's been built over time.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of de- deep, uh, deep continuity, um, you want some deep continuity, some, some, uh, a little bit of a, an Easter egg, so to speak, or a connection? I would, I would love some Easter egg. Go for it. A little bit of a connection between this show and Agents of Shield this week. Saint Agnes is the same orphanage that Daredevil and Sky were in.
0: Oh, that's awesome, and they're about the same age too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. could, could it be possible that we'll have a crossover where they meet and they'll know each other?
1: Could. We very well could.
0: We very well could. That's neat.
1: What if, what if St. Agnes was a, um, a home for possibly powered
0: children? Hmm. What if Xavier was running it? No. What if that's, Theta,
1: what if Sorry. that's data protocol?
0: Ha <laughs> ha. Ooh, like Theta Call Or this, this, you're saying this uh, organization was watching over these children and that might be leading to knowing where these children are in the future. Interesting. Yeah, it's like Avengers Academy. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: I like it. Or, uh, or Secret Wars, kind of. I dig it. I think one of our listeners actually uh, pointed that out, and then I think expanded on that in a message to us earlier today. If I'm not Oh, uh, okay,
0: yeah. If you guys sent your messages in today, we have not gotten them yet. Um, so yeah, we're, it's Nathaniel. we're we're a couple of days a- ahead on this. So we're we'll be getting. Uh, if you want to go and read that feedback, go for it. Okay. Um, It is, he said, hey, I didn't want to post this on the main
1: page, but the whole, uh, or well, later he says, to clarify, I didn't want to post this on the main page because of spoilers, but the whole Daredevil and Sky were at the same orphanage thing got me thinking. What if the orphanage is a S.H.I.E.L.D. facility for housing potentially powered individuals, what Fury called caterpillars in the comics? Maybe this is the Theta Protocol. Leads me to believe more in my Secret Warriors theory
0: cool which we won't go too much into that for people who aren't watching uh, Agents <laughs> of Shield but uh it it uh there's some that is some interesting stuff for all of us who are watching everything okay, <laughs> I dig it I dig it I dig it dig it I dig it a lot Well uh all right, let's go with Justin Waters again on Twitter He's
1: very active with Actually yeah we have
0: we have two or three from him Um it says, at MCU cast, after plenty of underwhelming villains in the MCU, Kingpin isn't just the most developed villain in the in MCU, but all comic book film and TV. Um, that, that, uh, the, the most developed part really speaks to what we are talking about. Just you have more time on TV. The amount of screen time that Kingpin has had in this series so far probably equals an entire Kingpin movie. Yeah, and, and we're only nine episodes in. by the By the end of the season, and I, I like watching it. I, it is not worse quality than a movie. It's just not. It's <laughs> Some,
1: probably better. It's
0: better quality than most movies. I I would agree. I would totally agree. But the acting quality is up to par. The effects quality so far has been up to par. The only thing that I will say for TV shows uh, such as Agents of Shield. Or, or, or this, or any of these comic book shows, one thing that sometimes they just don't do things that are too ambitious. Uh, sometimes sometimes they just do, so you know, instead of having a huge fight scene, they save those fight scenes and they have a, lot, a little more talking and things. But that just makes for a better show. It makes for character development, just like Justin's saying here. Um, he also says... At MCUcast, it's obvious that Iron Fist will play a major role in the Defender's story with so many Iron Fist related Easter eggs in Daredevil. I have not, I don't know anything of Iron Fist, as I've said in the past, so I don't know any of these. Have you caught any of these Iron Fist um, Easter eggs? I'm going to give you one. Yeah, give me one. This is the only one you get. Yeah, that's cool. I don't want anything that, that's going to be spoily.
1: In the first episode. <laughs> Of Daredevil. We see the stamp, the symbol stamp that's going on to all of the heroin packets at Madame Gal's facility. Yeah. That symbol is the exact same symbol that is on uh, Steel Serpent's chest, who is Iron Fist's,
0: like, arch nemesis. Huh. All right. So, we're, so I guess we're supposed to possibly believe that the heroin organization might be tied up with that somehow. Uh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I guess we will see. All right. Brian Murphy on Twitter says, at MCU cast, love the podcast. You guys do a great job of keeping it interesting. Keep up the great work. Oh, well, that was very nice. <laughs> I haven't been reading ahead on these. I'm just, like, reading them as I go, and I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. Appreciate it.
1: Oh, look, more Daredevil Episode 4 stuff.
0: Yeah, a lot of people wanted to comment on Episode 4, which that, that was the... Uh, episode about the first Kingpin focused episode. Yeah, so and that's... it was also
1: the Cardor episode. Oh,
0: gosh. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, okay,
1: the Fej, which is backwards my name, um, says, at MCUCast, watching Daredevil episode four and thought of what you guys said about how they make it seem like he's blind. Lost that on this episode.
0: Hmm. I would have to agree with the Fej on that, that I think... <sighs> As the show has gone on, and and I said this in the first episode when we talked about it, that he looked like a blind boxer and that he was wildly punching and using his hands and blocking and blocking. I think that he did. They did kind of lose that as the show went on. Like it's, it's gotten a little more clean. He's also become seemed like he's become a little more super powered. Yeah, and and I, I it's not like there's anything in there that's completely. Uh, it's not like there's anything in there that's like just dis- been out of continuity with anything else. But there's a lot of, uh, I don't know. It just seems like he, they're adding powers every week. It's like, Oh, he can hear someone's heartbeat. Uh, that's cool. And then later he, he can hear someone's heartbeat from a 30 feet away. Then <laughs> later he can hear how many heartbeats are in a room. Like it just kind of slowly, a lot of heartbeat stuff. Um <laughs> is-
1: yeah. He's not getting worse. He can, he's getting stronger.
0: He can taste blood in the air. You know, he's no. he's he's got all this stuff going on. And I th- I feel like in the first episode it was a little more just like a guy fighting. And I I, I and he seemed like a brawler. Now he seems a little more clean. Although this episode with um with Nobu, with Nobu uh that fight was not clean.
1: Well yeah, that fight got really messy.
0: It got real messy, but he still seemed super They were
1: very graceful still.
0: Very, very graceful fight. It wasn't as brawlery. So I I am a little sad that we've lost that. I, I will say I'm a little sad that we've lost that.
1: Well, I think he uh, he doesn't he doesn't do more than the fight requires. Hmm. Like if he's going against just a bunch of thugs, he'll be really brawlery. But if there's a guy that's actually a really good fighter, then he'll be a lot more, uh, a lot more eloquent, a lot more
0: graceful. Maybe, maybe. Bit more acrobatics. But it still seems like the first one he just seemed like he was really, he just fought kind of ugly, and now he's fighting so pretty, and it's not even it doesn't even seem like uh, like he's doing more or doing less. He's just like. He's just
1: doing it different.
0: Doing it different, and so that's a little. I'm a little sad about that because I did really love in the first episode what the way they the way they treated the fighting. So, um, all right, and Noel, uh, our friend Noel, uh, says on Twitter at MCUcast, listening to five, the guy killed in the BA moved gals product. Then the Russians took over, and moved both people and product. What is the B.A.? The bowling alley. Oh. So he was the first one they rubbed out? He Crossed off. They crossed. <laughs> Put down. They, 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 uh... So the guy killed in the bowling alley moved Gal's product. Then the Russians took over and moved both people and product. So the Russians were just in a trafficking until that scene, I guess, is where are supposed to gather. So did Healy... Was Hewley hired by hired by the Russians to take take bowling alley man out? probably not, or was he hired by Fisk? He was likely hired by Fisk hmm but but to what end how does that help Fisk? I guess he can help them consolidate their hold so that he could consolidate again and take the Russians out of the picture and take over yeah, all of it It's all about mergers
1: and acquisitions
0: <laughs> yep. I guess it is. I guess it is. <laughs> cool. Well, thank thank you, Noel. That's uh, that's good info. Um, I
1: guess I guess this is the last real piece of uh, piece of feedback, and it's really not even feedback. It's just that Joe Sanders, one of our listeners, uh, he also is a creator of review type material, and yeah. he posted on PhilMonthly dot com about daredevil season one and we got a shout out in it thank you joe thank you
0: joe thank you joe and you are getting a shout out now so uh we will post that link on our uh on our facebook so you guys can check out joe's article
1: he's gotten a couple of shout outs he's gotten several (laughs) he's getting greedy (laughs) he just wants all the shout outs
0: hey man so do we so yeah Keep it yeah. coming, Joe. Thanks for the thanks for the shout out, man. Um, and good article, good article. You guys should all go check it out. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, that's our feedback for tonight. Um, if anybody has anything else they'd like to feedback uh, over here this way, uh, you can find us at mcucast.com that's right no more wordpress in there you can just type in mcucast.com we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine Um, if you want to leave some feedback for us you can find us at mcucast on twitter um, mcucast.com facebook.com slash mcucast you can also just email us at mcucast at gmail.com or just send us a phone call and leave us a voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU. That's 573-CAST-MCU. All right, guys. Well, that is us for the night. We are going to be signing off, and we'll be back with you tomorrow with another Daredevil episode. Episode 10. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really gonna, looking forward to it. I'm going to go watch it. Right now, since we casted about it, <laughs> we're, we're done with the nine cast. Now I can go watch again. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Hooray. Hooray. All right, guys. Have a great week. And by that, I mean day. <laughs>